My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. I am Amanda. I'm Celia. And I'm Skye. And there's only three of us today because Jesse is still at a work thing. And this is a, we are doing a live podcast recording. Um, so if you're listening to this on our regular podcast sometime after October 3rd, uh, this was a live recorded podcast. So we may, you know, answer some questions and be a little bit more uh, hectic and over the chaotic than we normally are, which is <laughs> saying something. Saying something. Um but yeah, so today we are here because we are going to talk about a new K-drama that I know I was extremely excited about starting um, mm-hmm. because it features one of my favorite tropes. Well, of oh, all the trope. Time. Well, and Park Min Young is well. And Park Min Young. She's a podcast obviously. favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh Yes, she, we was like queen, queen. <laughs> um, and anyway, it's called Love and Contract, and it is about a professional fake wife. Listen, I didn't know there was the perfect job for me, <laughs> but it turns out there is. Um, so it follows a woman who is hired by various men to pretend to be their wife in for various for like a variety of reasons yeah um you know because i've actually this is not like the first time i've we've encountered this like you know i you read occasional news stories and stuff about like oh you can like hire entire families in japan kind of like even those like hallmark movies too or yeah it's like oh Yeah. yeah it's a you know a, a real classic caper um so like maybe you know like for example her her roommate is a gay man who hired her to be his wife to like cuz his sister's basically bullied him into not coming out to his parents which shitty okay <laughs> homophobic but like they're now best friends and live together so it's fine you know and they have they have big plans that they're going to retire and to Canada move, move to Canada and find <laughs> lovers and live in a in a nice house together and just live a marriage free uh gay and bestie life which you know and, and something to note also is that 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 gay character he is not over-the-top flamboyant no, no, or it's, played for yeah. laughs or anything. He's, which just, is very he's just a dude who happens to be gay. Um, yeah. He's a delight. I, I really <laughs> I quite enjoy him. He's played um, he's played by uh, Kang Hyung Suk, who I've seen in like a few other things. Like he was uh, he was in Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha. He played like the really sweet um, police officer who was in love with the main girl's best friend who was like really innocent and like conservative and uh so he, cute he, he plays a lot of like side characters and things yeah yeah like so far most of his stuff is like guest role guest role guest <laughs> role support role support role he's got that face where you're like yeah i know i've seen him and stuff but like, and he's really good yeah, he's really good <laughs> so the story sort of centers around um she's retiring but she has a very long time 
client who she eats dinner with as his wife three times a week and has for like five years and they know nothing about each other like they don't talk she just shows up they make like the most surface of small talk they eat dinner and then she leaves um and he's played reason to want a a fake like i cool but like like he doesn't even take her to work functions or anything you know what i mean like yeah i i so he's this character is played by go kyung pyo who you know we love him and he's he's a bit of an odd bird you know a bit of a interesting interesting character we're okay we're only two episodes in so i feel like there's a lot of you know misdirection happening right now fair warning from now on we'll probably have a spoiler here and there but really it's the first two episodes as far as reveals there isn't and it's so yeah it's it's a very curious show and like even the things that we might spoil aren't going to really be spoilers. I feel like they're going to know what they mean. Yeah, I f- I feel like they're going like, to be somehow turned around on yeah, us in a some lot of way. Stuff. Um so he's like very it, Exactly. So <laughs> Saranda in the comments just said smoke yeah. and mirrors. Exactly. We don't know. This no. is a mystery. Um, like, the very first cuz they keep Okay, let's let's explain a bit. So they keep on having scenes with this character. They have the scenes with Parkman Young's character, which seem very normal aside from him being super quiet. Mm-hmm. It's fine. And then and he's very respectful and all that stuff. But then you keep on having little tiny scenes that just show him doing really bizarre stuff stalkery things yeah (laughs) and then you have other scenes where he's talking to what appears to be a therapist who's like trying to help him talk Talk to to people people. so like you get the impression that like he's incredibly introverted and has a really hard time communicating and perhaps perhaps this is related to why he got a wife to eat dinner with him to try to have someone to talk to who knows um okay so as a little background aside the director of this was the co-director on two very different shows that i feel are really reflecting in a weird way in this show one of those shows is because this is my first life okay and then the other show is Strong Woman Dopoxu. So I'm feeling the vibes sort of. Oops, what are, what are, oh, the dark vibes? Yeah, sort of Dopoxu. dark mixed with yeah. the wacky, but also like sort of realistic and people just trying to find their way in life There's sort of situation. Of weird variety on here. Like, kill, is this, wait, am I looking at the writer or the director? The writer only has one credit, and it's okay, this. Okay, so it's the director, and the director's also got like "Kill It," yeah, and but also "Hundred Days, My Prince," Kim Bakdu. Like, okay, there, yeah, there's a lot. So if if you're looking at the director's history of things they've done, you're not gonna pigeonhole. You Sorry, just, you I meant weightlifting like, fairy. I didn't oh, mean. Okay. Strong <laughs> <long time>. I <laughs> was thinking of totally Kill It and Weightlifting Fairy. My apologies. Right. Yeah, he right. also directed 100 Days My Prince, which, as Sky knows, is one of our personal favorite dramas that we watched She's together. Being I'm being sarcastic. We had, listen, we had a good time. We had a good time roasting 
That was hey, a really good first half of a show. There, yeah, I was about to say, there were really good parts to that show. There were. They the were the really envoys. Parts to the envoys. Show. They really... Oh, them envoys. Uh, you definitely can't pigeonhole this director, right? No, he's, 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 go, he's doing all oh, sorts of stuff. He's clearly going to be a straight rom-com because that's all this director ever does. Or yeah. this is clearly going to be something completely bonkers because that's all they do like like my guess if i were to guess what go kyungpyo's character does i think he's a prosecutor if i were to guess we don't know obviously we don't know anything about him except that he's kind of creepy i think what what's that position is it a prosecutor but like an investigator well Hmm. the one's CSI type, like the ones yeah. that forensics, like specifically, yeah. I we were, think that's the type of role he has, like forensics, studying like the angle of stab mm-hmm. wounds and things yeah. like that. Yeah. And I think they kind of almost they halfway give it away near the end of but, the second yeah. episode. What I'm wondering is if it's even maybe a step further and he's like like bones, like he's the forensic and like like a coroner uh, like or something coroner. of that. Yeah. Because that would explain why you're really bad at talking to people because you don't work with people who talk back. Like yeah. you know. Although I, I did at one point, like near the end of the first episode, I was like what if contract refers to his job and he's a contract killer? Because that would be that would because that would be a pretty good twist. But I, I feel like that's probably yeah, that to the end of episode two is like not the case. Um, but Saranda again in chat says, I think he's a crime scene reenactment officer, which like, yeah, that's like a legit job. Uh uh. So he says it's a job that's not common. Yeah, that that's not a listen crime scene investigator like reenactment not common one other level to this character is they did show like in a brief moment like that he probably has some relationship trauma from Mm -hmm. past relationships being very rude to him about like him being boring or something Mm -hmm. and so i think that also layered into stuff Mm -hmm. so rightfully so he wouldn't want to reveal much about himself exactly on the other hand, we are then introduced to another fella, uh, played, uh, his name is Kang Hae Jin, played by Kim Jae Young, who's a Che Ball, who's pretending not to be a Che Ball, and he's, he's an actor. So he's like the hottest actor in Korea right now. And wouldn't you know it, he met Park Bin Young's character when he was a teen and has been in love with her ever since because of course he has of course. and he moves in next door to the fella and is a little weirded out by him and has like a real like elderly auntie like spying on the neighbors because they're bored <laughs> vibe to him <laughs> where he's constantly like interested in other people's business I kind of am in love with his character because he's just such a little shit. Well, I think what's also funny about him is he he's a huge like cat dad, despite yeah. the fact that his cat hates, hates his guts. Yeah. <laughs> Which is yeah. hilarious. Which I love at the like what early on when he's first talking to his cat, who he named Jamie after this first love Parkman Young. Her name was Jamie when he met her. Mm-hmm. And um, which is another Interesting. Another another plot 
thing. Intricacy. But like his manager's like, you know, why would you name the cat that hates you after your first love? And he's like, because she hated me too. Like, <laughs> listen, he, you know, maybe he's one of those guys who likes it when women talk down to him. We don't know. Like, we're not going to kink shame. De- I was going to say degradation kink. There we yeah, go. Like, we're, not, we're not kink shaming this fella. Like, do what you, do what you want, my guy. Um, but he uh, he moves in to this building uh, and sees her and is like, oh, my God. Uh it's the girl that I've been dreaming about for years. And then notices that she's wearing a wedding ring that matches the other guy's wedding ring. And he's like, oh, she, oh, damn it. She's married. Oh, surprise, surprise. She, so then he's like, oh, she's married. But then notices, like, she never stays overnight. She leaves all the time. She, maybe she's having, like, he thinks she's having an affair. Her husband's kind of creepy. Like, hmm, sketchy. And, and is... <sighs> Natalia is currently dealing with her cat. That's what yes. the extra sounds like. My, if, yeah, my cat is. <laughs> but so, so some of that character's observations about like Parkman Young's character situ- situation in that marriage and stuff were a little invasive. But once you start seeing like, yeah, that character like stabbing the air and having creepy pictures, like there is a point that almost anybody would try to intervene and say something too often we hear stories about people don't step in i always thought something was wrong but i you know didn't want to step on any toes or whatever he's like nah like i'm gonna step on them person i'm going to like warn her so she doesn't die like okay thanks we appreciate that like Mm. (laughs) so we also are introduced Saran is bringing up a good point again in chat. We're introduced to a fourth character, Madame Yu, who seems uh, to be. D- before we get too, too mm. far, can we delve into Park Min Young's character oh, just absolutely. a bit? Absolutely. Absolutely. We can. And then we'll visit that yeah. Madame Yu's character. And then we'll yeah. answer that question. Um, she is cool as hell. So cool. Yep. And no nonsense. And she's intelligent. She's educated. She's well, beautiful. And pretty much what happened is she was raised in a wealthy family and she was pretty much groomed to be a Chable's wife. Yeah. A trophy and, wife. And she, for very, like, they don't reveal much don't, about why she it. rejected that, but she rejected that, but then decided, how can I use those skills with a business advantage? Ah. I can. You love to see it, girl. Be, get be it. X get amount of wives, girl. Get and that bag. I did want to mention, as far as being a contract wife, she does not sign marriage licenses for every single mm-hmm. marriage, but she actually does legally marry get people on the family registry for they, people. If they're willing to pay that extra fee. She is willing to have. Listen. She's got like twelve divorces on under her belt, and she's like, I don't she's, care. She don't care. I ain't get, never getting married for real. So yeah, she does not whatever. value marriage, which is totally valid. Like, if you believe that it is an archaic institution that has nothing to do with your everyday life, then why would you care if you're divorced twelve times? She has done her job. They don't say how many years she was at her job, I don't think. But she's done it long enough that near the end of her retirement, people have started to notice. So, like, yeah, the workers at the wedding venue are like, 
Wait a second. We saw you last weekend get married and now you're here nope. again. You know what? I would just be like, that's my twin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you tried to be like, that wasn't me and that it didn't work. So. Yeah. 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 I'm just like, like, listen, shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> just She's like, up. I will sue you. She does you not say anything. Like, She's a business a woman. She also, her process for screening clients like she has a very professional way of going about meeting up with them and you know in an obvious public place and like there's a camera and she doesn't even get face to face until she thinks that it's legit things like that yeah and she has hard fast rules too about not dealing with children she doesn't want to get involved in that Mm -hmm. dynamic or come into that relationship well she doesn't know how to be a mother like yeah that's not, a terrible like, that's not what figure. I'm calling for here. So like, that's, and I like that. I appreciate that too, that she's not, she's shown as having a very um, specific set of values and morals and lines that she won't cross. Mm. But, you know, while her other values may not be what you would traditionally expect. Listen, it, it's we not love- that she is without values or without, you know, a framework for her life we love a confident queen okay she's getting her bag she's not valuing archaic institutions that don't value her she she's is pro gay community also not judgmental of her clients her clients yeah. range from kind of like sad cases of hey can you be my wife because like my grandma's dying versus there's pretty much one guy that's just all about money and he wants to recoup all the money he spent on dating with the big wedding yeah. so people will give him money and then there's like another another guy who uh was bullied in high school for like being ugly and now he's successful but he he still looks how he looks because he's not he's not even that ugly and so he was always he never wanted to go to a reunion because they would just they always made fun of him so he has a fake wife to go to the reunion with him to be like the hottest most successful wife to be like Oh, yeah. To show off, you know. So it's like you know we got a lot of and, and a lot of one little one little mention about Park Min Young's character, and then even there was that instance where she was playing the wife as well. She brought out like she brings out her English skills. She, she Park Min Young's mm-hmm. always been amazing yeah. at English. Like in case you haven't seen that in other roles that she's had, she's great. Uh, even on Busted, like she would be the only one that would be able to solve the English puzzles. <laughs> Everyone else would be struggling, and she'd be like, "This is what it is." And she, but she had like I think we've heard like four different languages. Yeah, French. I will say it's a, a little rusty, but like she, rusty. it was fine. It was grammatically no, correct. It, it was just exactly. very accented. And I don't know about her Chinese, but it it sounded pretty good. Like it didn't sound terrible or anything, but. So she's she's hot, she's smart, she's driven. So we can now talk about the kind of the fourth main character, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know that she's going to keep showing up. So oh, yeah. Madame Yu, if we do want to introduce that character. Mm-hmm. So she appears to be like, I can't, I get the impression she's not her mom. Yeah. Like I, I don't, I thought she was initially, like in that very first flashback scene that we saw when she was a child, I thought maybe it was her mom, but their interactions since then don't feel, I don't know. Like it's weird. And she's got, it's like, she's got maybe a whole pile of kids. Like I said, like maybe she's like, like a, like, I don't know, like a professional, like finishing 
like etiquette person or like a matchmaker of some sort. I don't I thought, know. I thought it was her mom. Like the whole time, I thought well, it was her it birth mother. Be, like, I mean, I was never really sure. I was like, is this actually her mom? And it's, she just maintains that difference by calling her Madam Yu. But then there was that one scene where she was sitting in her tiny little apartment and she had like 10 different bank books with different names on them. And mm -hmm. I wondered if she's like, I can't remember his name, but in that, you know, that one, um, like Dickens novel that the Fagin or whatever that, mm. you know, like if that's her thing, she took like kids and made them into like, maybe she's not really a Chibol kid. Maybe she's a Chibol of like a fake, you know, mm. like maybe they created Chibols to, you know, because then you're supposed to marry. Uh, you know, take cash. I would, I would be so, more like, willing to believe I'm that good. if she hadn't also been in the business world since yeah, they had yeah. scenes about that yeah, so they did weird. they did introduce her as like in the past she was like a very influential businesswoman like mm. executive level good she appears to have fallen on very hard times yeah it's very, very confusing very, mm. it's very, we're not giving that much yet there were two episodes in and there's a lot of mystery going on there's this, so, this shows a lot different than so I was it expecting. seems it yeah. seems like madame you is introduced because you even see flashbacks introduced as Park Me Young's character's mom figure or person mm. that was her caretaker, though there is no emotional support there whatsoever. And Park Min Young's character pretty much rejected the first big marriage proposal. Mm -hmm. And from then on, like, walked out, but would promise to still support Madame Yu, mm -hmm. like, by giving her a lot of money every single month. So... I just wanted to round that out because it I'm seems sure to be like against, <laughs> against her will. Yeah. Uh, so Katie has a good suggestion in chat here. She says, could she be a serial stepmom, which would explain why Park Bin Young avoids any jobs there involving kids? was one line where they did, somebody was discussing her and mentioned that she was a mistress who overstepped. Like she was a mistress who wanted to be a wife and tried to overstep and yeah, that was her downfall. But like that's it. It's sort of like a throwaway line at one point. Mm. And I'm so I don't know if that's actually the case or if that's the rumor that brought her down or you know like I just we just don't know yet. We just don't know what's going on. Right. Like there's there's so much like so much mystery that. going on yeah. it's so it's the show is so much more intriguing than well, i thought it was gonna I mean, be even just the fact that the description says she's got you know the description sets it up as a love triangle co of contract marriages she's got a monday wednesday thursday guy and a tuesday you know a tuesday thursday saturday guy or whatever but like we have not seen that yet. Saturday guy has no contract with her. There is nothing of that happening yet. Yeah. So like, yeah. I mean, it could still happen, but it's like clearly this is not the cutesy rom com about a love triangle between a woman, you know, falling in love with two men that we were led no. to believe. Instead, instead, we're 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 given this really bizarre, like mystery, like this. They're really making it seem like. Go, Go Kyung Pyo's character is a serial killer. I don't. 
I yeah, they tried. Ninety-nine percent sure that he isn't. But definitely, episode one tried to make you be very, suspicious. very suspicious. Like the show has like weird suspicious partners vibes to it. Yeah. <laughs> like, so Jesse in chat asks, "Would she hate it?" The thing is, no, I don't think I don't she know. would. I don't. I don't I, think you would I yet. I think we have to. Watching it, that's what I thought. I thought, you know, last month when we did the uh, what's coming up, we were like, nah, this this won't Jesse. And I was like, this would Jesse. You're like, oh this God. might Jesse. Like there's, there's like it's like a 50-50 Jesse. It's yeah. it depends on how the show continues. I'm gonna be honest. See, th- that's kind of the thing. I wonder if like you have the setup mm-hmm. and then it could just be like super Severe. silly after that. Yeah, like, exactly. The first like, two episodes, Jesse. So will we it can continue? Go, I don't know. We can go back to the question of like Madame Yu and then the brother character. Like yeah. th- there's a mm. so like there's a lot of mysteries because like it's obvious that she was an executive in the past. And like they're trying to get a hold of some like American business person that only deals with the Madame Yu character. So there's all these, I bring that up because there's all these intricacies, which mm-hmm. I think that would Jesse. Like, I think. Yeah. And also the actress playing uh, Madame Yu, uh, Jin Kyung, she, she's, she's been in everything. And like, she's so good. <laughs> she's so excellent. Um, mm-hmm. Like uh, that she's, yeah. she, she's, she's given, like the, the acting in this is fan- Fantastic. Like Jesse says that she might give it a try. Well, you might as well. Like, what, what'll it hurt? What'll it hurt? We'll, we'll keep you updated. Like, I do think give it two to four more episodes and, and then we'll, 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 we'll see if it still keeps intrigue and mystery or if it was just like how to introduce that character kind of. Yeah, or, or, if, or if we just got horn swoggled by a... Right. But yeah, I really think he definitely, he definitely works in forensics or crime in some way. Yeah. Like, I, and so a lot of misunderstanding. Actually, somebody suggested a writer, which I also thought initially, like, yeah, I could see that being the thing too, if he's like a, you know, a detective novelist or something. But it feels like maybe it's something a little bit more... Because he says... It, it, to the therapist at one point, he de- he can't talk about his work or he doesn't like to talk about his mm-hmm. work. Nobody wants to hear about that. So, which, you know. Which which says to me, you do something that most people find gross. Like, yes. It, it screams like forensics. And then, yeah, it might even coroner. be forensics corner specifically. Right. And then, oh, and, that, and then we're also introduced to like his cousin. And his family seems to hate him. Like he's because you're introduced to like his cousin or uncle or something. Brother or something. I think it's his like brother because he says like I've got five siblings and you're the only one I like. But like, I don't know if maybe dad had lots of wives, so there's lots are, of. Are we talking about <laughs> Kim Jae Young or Go Kyung Pyo? Because I'm talking oh, about Go Go Kyung Pyo oh, because he has like okay, the one yeah, scene yeah. where like his cousin shows up and is basically just harassing him and insulting him oh, yeah yeah and then and is like you know you know my my mother raised you and stuff and you don't you know you don't have any respect for us and you get the impression that like they hate how he is too and he yeah. just and that is probably the cause of mm-hmm. they also <laughs> made it seem like they they made it seem like they were from a lower social class mm-hmm. and, and didn't that, have money and that they were probably 
probably part of the separation was that he didn't want to deal with being taken advantage of and all the money mm-hmm. being taken mm-hmm. from his given to his family probably for reasons they haven't told us that's what it felt like to me probably legitimate reasons yeah and then the dude was super aggressive so like very very much so so you get the impression that they just harass him and insult him like you know it's gonna be that sort of like oh he was probably an orphan and like they were forced to take him and mistreated him you know it's a classic k-drama setup right i i I just remembered a detail about parkman young's character that's pretty funny that they keep revisiting uh so she is an extremely capable person she has like what are the licenses certifications and like a heck ton of stuff so she can cook very well so a crux of the relationship (laughs) between her and that main character is like she'll go to his house and he will cook these amazing meals and so there's a time or two that she cooks for him and she's very very good thing is she trashes the place whenever yeah. she cooks. Like, like the kitchen so is a disaster. The chaos. She's a chaos cook. And then and then it'll have like his internal monologue and he'll like be staring at this mess and he'll be like, mm, I have to stop her from ever cooking again. Like, you yeah. can't. Like, he goes and buys instant stuff to try to prevent it from happening again and it doesn't yeah, work. No. Yeah, and she's like, I brought my own stuff for you. And, and her, he's just like, oh. And her gay bestie roommate sees the disaster she made in the kitchen he's like any chance you're gonna clean that up she's like i could never get a certificate in cleaning up so like i'm just not good at that i'm just sorry (laughs) sorry i cooked you clean that's how this works right Uh. (laughs) well you know not no one can be perfect yeah right like she has to have a flaw (laughs) a single like that first time that she cooked for him and she's like she stands up and he goes i'll I'll clean up. You cooked. I'll clean. And she goes, obviously, I was getting up to leave. Like, she was very her. agitated at that moment because yeah. he had broken up and it was a thing. But yeah. So- <laughs> but like, I, I really sort of like I sort of like the uh, the dynamic that they're presenting with the two of them, where both of them have independently decided that they have to end this five-year contract marriage for the benefit of the other person. for the benefit of the other person but neither of them actually wants to do it and so they keep like putting it off and like every time they finally agree to do it like something will happen and they'll be like well i guess, I guess we i guess we can't this week i guess we have to eat dinner. i guess i mean I don't, I don't, no. like oh no the neighbor's on to us like i guess we <laughs> guess we have to pretend to still <laughs> the be the neighbor suspects something about our fake marriage i guess we have to keep pretending or you could just get a divorce like uh, i don't i will but, okay. say my here's my prediction for the other like aspect of the love triangle i think mm-hmm. what's going to happen is so also what has been set up the cat dad actor guy <laughs> he talks to his cat jamie on video chat on his yeah. phone like in his van and just like when he's sitting in a chair waiting to film so like he's always doing this so, so this has become a big ongoing scandal with like who's his mm. girlfriend blah 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 so is it a girlfriend is it a boyfriend is it like and he keeps saying person? it's my cat but he calls the cat darling and stuff like yeah. he's in, like he loves this cat who hates him with a cat <laughs> the cat ignores the crap out of him but he's like the cat will not care if he lives or dies the cat <laughs> 
likes everyone but him. And so he's also in denial where he's like, yeah, the cat doesn't really like anyone, but the cat is friendly to everyone it meets (laughs) except for him. Um, But what I think is going to happen is like that scandal will hit some level of fever pitch because it's already working its way up to that Mm -hmm. to where he has to enlist her as... It'll be revealed somehow that she's a contract, you know, like contract wife. And then he'll see his opportunity probably like, hey, can you for business reasons, can you come do this? Mm-hmm. I bet that's what will happen. And so then it'll, then it'll probably be the schedule thing. In the end, right? Like, obviously. That, that'll obviously. be the episode like 14, you know, blow up will be that like dispatch will get a hold of the fact that she's a contract wife who's been married, you know. Well, it won't be dispatch. It'll be like dispatch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> be honest. It'll be fake, fake, di- fake dispatch on Nova, the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I love fake company names. Oh gosh, <laughs> it's a fake magazines when they have them. Yeah, like oh yeah, it's yeah. like no, no, it's not Vogue. It's vague. Like, yeah. like don't worry about it. It's not Google. It's gaggle. <laughs> <laughs> Always or search engine. Like I've yeah, seen just that one search engine. Like, the, real, the real ask Jeeves energy of these search engines. <laughs> <sighs> I, I I like was very surprised by these first two episodes. It like the vibe was so wildly different than yes. what I was expecting. So that's kind of the thing. There are moments that do match what I would have said vibe wise. <laughs> like as far as her being very competent and stuff, I was expecting all that because that was in mm-hmm. like the trailer and things. Yeah. yeah. And then him being having the very quiet character kind of was expecting that. But the tone of the show is and it's not simply those scenes where they're trying to make him out to be a serial killer or whatever. It's not just that the whole show is actually much darker emphasis on the Madame Yu character. They're giving Mm -hmm. her a lot of screen time already. And her character is very dark. It's not very manipulative, very sort of bad bad juju, bad juju on that character. Not just the flashbacks. It's like yeah. she, she'll have interactions and she'll be like, once I run out of money, I will die. Mm-hmm. She, trigger like trigger warning, content warning. She looks like she's going to attempt suicide at one point. Like these these scenes are very dark and mm-hmm. I was not yeah. expecting that for the show, especially this early. Sometimes mm-hmm. rom-coms will pull this stuff once you know all the characters for a good six episodes, eight episodes, and then there'll kind of be a stalker added in or a mm-hmm. character that's struggling more or something. But this early, it was very different. It mm-hmm. is much darker at times than I expected. Yeah. It also, so far, has not been near as goofy mm. as I would have yeah. assumed. Now, I will say the actor character is on the sillier side thus far. Mm-hmm. But it's more like he's, it's sort of like that's just who he is as a person. It's less like yeah. he's play, like that they're playing it up for laughs or like pratfalls. It's just this guy's kind of dumbass. And kind yeah. of, but they, the cat thing they play for laughs. Yeah. It happens like a fair bit because mm-hmm. they're introducing that aspect of him, I guess. But 
I do like that the cat that doesn't funny. appear to be in any distress. I always yeah. like every time I watch these shows with cat actors, like the cats don't want to be actors. Mm-hmm. They truly do not. And but this cat seems pretty chill. Like it seems like they're just like, okay, they've just let it loose and it just has to like sit there and ignore him. And it is doing a great job at <laughs> sitting there and ignoring this. Well, man. it got it got held for a while for a but bit. Held held very gently, yes. very nicely. As opposed to like thrown like quite often. Yeah. I so did we like have- that scene when he got the cat though where like he's done all these commercials and stuff so he's actually the billboard for the like DHL or whatever like the delivery service and like Gokung Pyo's character comes down for a package and he's standing there with this cardboard box that has well, cat his vest matches of- his hat matches yeah. and he's in front of like the delivery truck with his face on it so Gokung Pyo's like oh I guess that's the delivery man I guess like, that's his business like do you like no but okay this is mine this is my cat (laughs) please don't grab my cat out of my hands and he's like what so uh saranda and chad's asking is it officially listed as a rom-com uh on my drama list the it's listed as a business comedy romance so those are the three genres it is in my drama list is user ran so yeah so that is uh you know that's true but I mean, it's safe to say it's rom com. It already, it already has rom com flavors. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely does have rom com vibes, but I, I really wonder. I wonder about the tone. I'm not saying mm-hmm. the tone is bad. The tone is wildly different than I was expecting, mm. and I wonder if it'll maintain. That's I really. I'm really like, like, enjoying it. Like, I was expecting, like, sort of a more, like, traditional rom-com situation, but I can't say that I am disappointed with what mm-hmm. we've been given. I'm, I, I, it feels very much like Park Min Young is playing a, a very different character than we've seen her play in the past. Mm. Like, it's not just the typical, like, rom-com, but it's also not something quite as serious as, like, when the weather is fine. Like, it's... It, it's a different character. This is a very different thing. Mm. One note I made when I was watching it, I said uh, the anger and angst in her character. Mm-hmm. And it's not like just a one-off thing. Like it kind of keeps coming back how mm-hmm. she is mm-hmm. wanting a different life. There's a lot of gravity to the character. Mm-hmm. And yeah. even though she's not playing a villain, like she has mentioned that she wants to have a role like that. One day, levels, one day girl. <laughs> her level of anger that she has shown... Mm-hmm. Though his is really nice to see in her character because a lot of the rom com, a lot of her other care, all of her roles have been vastly different. So like I don't want mm-hmm. to mischaracterize. Yeah, we have that. this discussion so much. No. Like she is. However, a lot of those rom com roles don't allow the character to show a lot of anger mm-hmm. multiple times, mm-hmm. unless like they're personally hurt or something. But already in the first couple of episodes, she has really gotten super angry like right justifiably so and she really kind of like rags on somebody or like Mm -hmm. her character really does take people to task for stuff and Mm -hmm. that is not a common rom-com trope for a lead female yeah like and even when she's not in a scene where she's actually angry like full-on angry she's playing the character in a sense where even when she's happy even when she's in a good place you can almost sense that there's that like anger kind of bubbling Mm, under simmering under the surface like it's there right like she's she's got that jaded edge but it's not 
obvious all the time, right? Like, it's not like Mm. she does very well in her business because she's very able to be joyful and and bubbly and friendly and and all that stuff. She wouldn't have done well in this business if she Mm -hmm. always seemed jaded and angry. So it's, but you can sort of see it there as a character Thing. Well, it, you definitely see it more when she's dealing with Met, the Madame Yu character, the mm-hmm. mom character, yeah. for lack yeah. of a better term. Uh, but yeah, she you you can tell there's a lot of trauma there. Yeah, and you can also tell that she can never win against this woman because even when she has this perfect plan to finally stick it to her, Madame Yu like deflates her sales completely by basically being like because. You know, she wants to show up and tell her, like, this is the last money I'm ever going to send you. Like, we're done. And then she shows up to this meeting and, and Madame Yu, the first thing Madame Yu says is, I don't need your money anymore. Like, yeah. we're done. And she's like, you can tell, like, like this has been the constant in her that, life. That was, that, that was the one win. goal. The one yeah, goal yeah. that she had been working towards was going to be to finally mm-hmm. stick it to this lady. Mm-hmm. And then she wasn't able to do that. And then like, yeah. she was just, mm-hmm. she wasn't sputtering, but that made her extra angry. And then their relationship is one where it's one of those, like the first person to blink loses. If you, yeah. mm-hmm. if you lose your composure, you lose type of situation. Yeah. And that's what made it all, all the more hard to like handle in that moment. It's weird to like, there's an odd sense of almost, it feels like though, like, respect or something on Madame Yu's part. Like she doesn't like Park Minion's character, but there's a sort of level of like a respect the fact that you've done what you've done with your life. Like it, she doesn't say it, but like even the little things like Park Minion's like, okay, let's never see each other again, but we'll do each other the respect of letting you know if like we die. die right and yeah. she does like madame Yu is planning to commit suicide and she gets this guy from her former business she's like um if i ever die i need you to make a phone call for me mm-hmm. like it, you know like she it's just weird like it well and that's so weird and you would think oh this was just like a one-off scene no like the park Young character just has a lot of anger and trauma and it it is Mm -hmm. woven Mm -hmm. through other things, even when she's not expressing those emotions. So that's why tonally it is vastly different than what I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's not just, Oh, those scenes. No, like the whole thing, because Mm -hmm. the character is, the character is darker than I would have (laughs) ever thought. Yeah. And I guess I'm wondering, cause we've, we've, I can't even give any examples, but there have been times where sometimes a rom-com will set up stuff like this in the first four episodes, the first six episodes, and then kind of randomly never visit it again. Yeah, it'll well, I mean, like, I think about um, My Shy Boss, how it was set up <laughs> completely God. differently than, but that was also a thing that happened, right? It was currently airing and they actually paused after the first two weeks because it was so people were so angry and mad about what the first two episodes are like but i really liked the first two i did too and they had kind of this vibe too going on where you had this this character who people saw as being creepy and weird but wasn't actually creepy and weird and they did this thing in it where they showed like whenever 
other people were looking at him like there was dark filters and like it was like you were watching a real horror movie horror thing and then when you saw it from like his perspective it was just like a normal day at the office it would be like it would be like they would show him like in like you know a hood carrying a mysterious package and knives and then it would like shoot him be like making sashimi like just being like like well i was just going to the fish market at four in the morning because like that's where you get the best fish like i we got got by my shy boss like because they well, well because they changed it but well they that's do that so in that's other dramas too right like, I, I don't necessarily think that's gonna happen with this it's more like i wonder if they'll be able to maintain the tone but if you look at the track record of the director in the past they probably will be mm-hmm. because they didn't just do rom-coms like if yeah, it yeah. was a director that has only done straight up rom-coms i would be very i don't typically mm-hmm. get concerned about this type of stuff i don't sit here and worry about it it's more like the tone of the show is much darker than I would have expected. It is very, it is a very different rom-com feel. Like it is yeah. very unique. But I like it. Like for me with Suspicious Partner, I I enjoyed aspects of Suspicious Partner just fine. But I initially dropped it because I wasn't there for it. Like that's not what I wanted in it. Like the darkness. Um, In this one, I don't, it doesn't feel the same kind of darkness Mm. in a sense like i you know like i don't know what it is but like i'm digging it i because i I feel like the difference is it was suspicious partners there was actually a a murderer well yeah i feel like there isn't actually a murderer in this one well what i will say about this one is i wouldn't put it past it and not to be like a funny haha but like Mm -hmm. it could because of that character's possible job that we're theorizing Mm-hmm. It would be very logical for there to be a killer or two on the scene, like with yeah. that character. So, so it may sort of maintain this vibe by, you know, by episode six or seven, we know what he does. So he doesn't have the creepy vibe anymore, but now they are introducing whoever it is that he's investigating or whatever. And so that creepy vibe gets maintained that way. Like it might kind of do something like Be- that because they've already shown they kept showing like you know how he followed somebody and watched mm-hmm. them go into their apartment and then like later that person died mm-hmm. or a similar person died yeah i don't know i'm just saying there's possible well, setup for a serial killer and happen. it would be Definitely. very you know, logical like the, we're only two episodes in well and I it do- also could be we've seen other scenes like the scene in the club was clearly just a dream that she was having, but it was set up like it was a real scene initially. So I'm wondering, like, some of that stuff that we've seen, like, where he was following the person, was that an actual scene where he was following? Mm-hmm. or Because he was dressed exactly like he was in her dream, right? So, like, maybe it's more of a, that was his thought process of him working through what did the serial killer do so like yeah we just don't know yet and i mean i love it keeping us on our toes keeping us in podcast we'll have like potentially two more episodes than we have available to us right now oh yeah when they listen right Mm. so like they might I do. be laughing at us like okay guys but seriously and we'll be like oh we did i kind of feel time. like i kind of feel like the other ha- the other part of the love triangle mm-hmm. it'll probably solidify in the next two to four episodes if i had yeah. to guess 
Yeah, yeah, I would say so. it'd be weird if they delayed it like way too long. <laughs> yeah, if they let because it go for how... it'd be very uncomfortable for us as viewers to like set up this love triangle in the second half of the show. It'd be like, uh, <laughs> because they, because of the way they marketed it, you know, that, yeah. that's what I mean. Like, yeah. yeah, strange. Well, and it does feel very like initially I was sort of like, okay, well, I mean, obviously it's go kung pyo is the lead but like maybe it's not but then once you watch those first two episodes you're like they're not really setting the second guy up as a possible alternative really right now at all like, like well, he's, he's not gotta actually get him... involved with her at all yet like, like they, they they gotta get him being a much more appealing <laughs> you know, like poor guy become like it's not that he's like he's incredibly attractive and he's not like a bad guy no. but like and they're all about from, like a viewer age. perspective like right. one of I the things that I, I do like in this is that all the actors are around the same age they're all in their early 30s early to mid 30s like they're mm-hmm. not it's not one of them is 25 and you know it's mm-hmm. just a bunch of grown adults but like doing the thing then, the like the actor has he's much more immature in mm. some ways then but the even that like Gokong Pyo's character is in general much more mature but he has that little jealousy thing that happens to like he's got a little bit of a like immaturity immature thing him. when this actor like shows up He'll he's, he's like, very I, I feel like he's very mature seeming Mm-hmm. because he doesn't know how to interact with people. But I, a lot of people who don't know how to interact with people are sort of struggle emotionally with things. So I think mm-hmm. he's far less mature emotionally than the actor character. Cause the actor just, you know, he just throws his emotions out and then he, you know, processes them and moves on. Whereas yeah. you can tell that Go Kyung Pyo's character has not dealt with emotions very, very well since he has to hire a wife to have a conversation with him three times a week. like Going into this, I really did think it was going to have much more of that triangle where we would kind of be like, okay, they're two very different guys, but like, I see why she's attracted to both of them. And, and, you know, but so far we aren't seeing any level of like, she doesn't even remember this kid from their past theoretically Maybe or she does, does she? she you know but like That's true. Or she nothing, under the hat. you know it's just it's interesting it's different it's very very different than i expected it to be. Mm. one thing i randomly remembered is that um kim jay young the one that's the actor role um he was in hundred days my prince <laughs> He was in Hundred Days, My Prince. He was a, he was a character in that that like you really wanted to see more of, and you just didn't. So like, since the director also directed Hundred Days, My Prince, I was just going to bring that up. <laughs> you love to see it. You love to see it. You know, I just I don't. He has a very I, serious face quite often. Yeah, like, except that he's rules. Like, he has like goofy vibes to him. He has a goofy vibe. Like, it's cute. <laughs> I'm really I'm really enjoying the show. Like quite a bit um very different in a very different way than i thought i was going to because you know me mm-hmm. i'm a sucker for contract marriage rom-coms it's kind of like my favorite genre my favorite trope um but like i like sort of the intrigue and the mystery that this one's presenting and like the dark vibes like i'm kind of into it so yeah. i actually wanted to bring up so we natalia and i did a live stream a little bit ago about just the concept of contract marriage, the trope 
mm-hmm. and like other shows that had it. And we kind of talked about the typical things that are in contract marriage dramas because they're a lot of them are very, very similar with how mm-hmm. how the contract is created, all these things. Mm-hmm. So obviously loving contract is a contract marriage drama like to the nth degree but if you go compare it to all those tropey things that we discussed in that other live stream it's very very different already well it's not the typical it's not the typical this character needs that this character thus they strike a deal so it's very different Mm-hmm. It, I, I would say, like, in terms of how the contract works, it's more like full-time wife escapist than any of the other ones. Because like very business. It's, it's all business. business. Like, there's, mm-hmm. there's none the, of this, like, you know. But you have no cohabitation so far. None. Yeah. That's not her vibe. Well, except with her ex-husband who's gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's different you well, know like they're I best mean, friends now. i mean the, the lead characters like yeah yeah so far not there's not a cohabitation kind of mm-hmm. yeah but who knows she did sell her villa <laughs> yeah so, so like i will say her character must make a lot of money she makes money. <laughs> her her hey. cars that she goes to one day a week (laughs) the one the one scene where like at one point she married some like saudi prince or whatever and her payment was like just like a bag full of jewels and like she got arrested for like smuggling or something they thought she was a jewel thief and she's like no this was just how I got paid. It like, was presents. They were just presents like, for my ex-husband. It was my divorce settlement. Yeah. <laughs> she has my and she keeps like she's got a tray full of all of her wedding rings. And like while she's on paper been divorced 12 times, she there has were married a lot more lot. like she like, was fake married quite a few times. Quite a few times. Mm. So. Somebody somebody did bring up earlier the um the dad husband yeah so yeah. we can visit that a little bit because it kind of came up a couple different times so it did become it was a plot point and he for wasn't a moment. like a great person i love that actor like yeah I, he's a good I actor. really enjoy that actor but like the fact that he brought her in without her and she she you see that increasing unease as she shows up at this event because she's like this is a kid's event. This is a kid's event. This is not what I signed up for. And then... Because yeah, like she also inherently knew this will probably bring damage to the kid. And I don't yeah. want mm-hmm. any part of that. Like, that's not okay. Mm-hmm. Which but, probably reflects on something from her past that we're going to We will out find out soon. Right? Where yeah. she, she does show up later in, like, the epilogue. Because um, she folded cute. a bunch of little stars because she had noticed that at this kid's event, uh, the kid's painting that was being displayed was like a sad, dark sky with nothing but a moon. And I thought this was so sweet. So she folded a bunch of or- origami stars. And um, then she, she went and she, she, did, she did colors. She didn't tell anybody. She just was going to go put this, at, like it was displayed in the hallway with all the other things. Yeah. And so she was just going to go decorate at it. But then the kids caught her. Yeah. And, and so the little girl was like, that's mine. And then the way she handled the kid was super sweet and just like, yeah. I'm just a friend of your dad. It, it was just a because, really nice moment. And because the first time that she met this girl, she didn't really meet her, but like she shows up at this 
class performance thing and her fake husband yells hey honey look it's your mom and the girl just starts crying up on from the, the stage, stage right yeah. like she's totally embarrassed this is a terrible like what is going on in my life mm-hmm. she's five like yeah you know and he and Parkman Young's like, what the hell do you like? That was My not guy. cool, and your Be daughter is not happy. You got to go fix that, right? And then she, you know, threatens violence on him because he threatened violence on her. So he's clearly not that nice of a guy. But well, and then when he called her back later on on the phone, she ripped him a new one and it was yeah. awesome like you yeah. need to be a better person and you need like you need to be there for your daughter i mean she just like told mm-hmm. him how it was yeah. no shit with this guy you love yeah. to well, see it and that's what i love about her character she has no shit with anybody like she's yeah. just not gonna take it and you can tell it's mm-hmm. like from her past mm-hmm. yeah and so that's why like i'm really interested in this character because again parkman young's characters are all wildly different each time but this one has a lot of like not really sass so much as like pain mm-hmm. and she won't take crap from people and I really like that mm-hmm. aspect of the character mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because again not just Parkman Young character bank but like rom-com female lead characters in general how many of them are take no crap characters yeah they're starting to be more of them and definitely not as much in rom-coms like you're seeing them yeah kind of like the female-led shows that are more about sisters or friends, you know, the ones that aren't quite rom-com. But when you're talking rom-com, they're usually not willing to yell at somebody and rip them a new... Like, they don't usually go that far. And one of the things that I I dig about the character, too, though, is that um, while she clearly doesn't value marriage, she does value love. And she does hoping, like, she's not bitter against romance. She's not bitter against love. Like, all of this stuff she's done has not put her into a place where she just wants to live with her gay bestie and, like, and mm-hmm. have cats. You know, like, she's not become that character. She still wants to find love. She's hoping that she will find the right guy for her at some point. She just hasn't yet. And I like that aspect, too, because I think too often it's one or the other, right? Like yeah. they either have to love love or they are so bitter and jaded. Jaded, yeah. Or or here's what quite often in rom-coms, if they set up a character to be very jaded and anti-love and then supposedly when they meet somebody, all they of a sudden change. like, oh, like I, yeah, I complete my value system about this and my thought process about this completely changed. No, oh, like they oh, already well, you need up. the right man to change you. Yeah. And it's, I think, you know what? It's the, same, it's the same energy as when we're talking about why we don't want kids and people are like, oh, you change your mind when you're older. Listen, I'm fucking old. Okay. <laughs> I, I really, see- I was, I was surprised that they didn't set up the actor character already being a second lead, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To me, I'm, I'm the curious moment, how they're going to work that in. Lead. Yeah. Yeah. But I really think that Sky's theory about the, uh, they, they yeah. set it up so. Yeah, often. They, it's, they yeah. really did. Uh, you know, a Chekhov's dispatch at this point. You know, <laughs> especially with like, oh, I did think what was really funny. So whenever they did go, the actor character when he went onto a live news entertainment news type mm-hmm. thing with a very serious anchor and then the director of this movie that he's in the fact that the actor character is just then figuring out that the role the movie role that he had agreed to 
that he's having an oh, interview God. about <laughs> is pretty much about labor disputes within his, oh, his companies, his own family's company. The fact that he was unaware of that and the, the terror on his face when he is slowly figuring this out on live television. See, that's why I say his character he is the funniest one so far because the yeah. situations he's been in either with his cat or that and then his manager's funny. So like he seems pretty clueless. I'm going to be quite honest. Like he doesn't see yeah. all that. When like, he's like yelling at his manager, why didn't you tell me? He's like, you went to the meeting by yourself. You insisted and you signed you the contract. You read the script, my guy. <laughs> like, what do you want like, from me? His poor put upon manager. I love the role of a poor put upon manager who's just like, why are you doing this to me? Why? <laughs> why are Why are you this way? Uh, it's the show's a delight. I'm so was. Was Park Min Young's character's the best friend, roommate person? Was he a paparazzi person? I was trying to figure that part out because they really didn't. I couldn't figure it out either. I don't say think it. so. I think that. I mean, I think that scene where he was trying to go up and like hit on him or whatever, like it was just him trying to hit on him. Like I've heard rumors, like in the mm. in the community, there's rumors that he he swings oh. our way. So like I'm gonna go shoot my shot kind of thing. Like oh yes, yes, yes. Right. Um and they thought he was a paparazzi, but it was because he has all those rumors because it's like, who's he talking to? Is it a girl? Is it a guy? Like, ooh, like right. so yeah. So Saranda says, uh, so I was very shocked. And until I see a few more eps, I can't make a stance. So I'm enjoying the ride. This drama was a breath of fresh air compared to what I have been used to. Mm-hmm. I do think it's very yeah. unique so far. It yeah, really, really so is. Far, definitely. And I totally get, I've seen on the timeline, people who tuned in for light fluffy rom-com and tuned right back out after the you first got, episode. Got, they got. were like, this is, I'm not looking for this right now. And, that's legit. Like, if you're not, if that's not your thing right now, if that's not the headspace you're in, if it's not, if you're not interested and twisty and weird, like, okay, you know, wait and see what, like we're saying, you know, four, six episodes in, it might completely do mm-hmm. a 180 and become complete rom-com. We don't know yet. So yeah, it's hard put to it say. on the shelf and wait until later. You can, you can always binge it. It's not going to go anywhere. It's going to exist. It's Parkman Young. It's going to be available for a while. <laughs> like, I will say it is hard to predict. Like I can predict a little bit of it, but like I said, especially with his character and his likely job, mm-hmm. like it's tough mm-hmm. to say where on earth this show's mm-hmm. going to go. We're totally, where are you, I mean, you taking us? Where yeah. It could go us? way darker, right? Like we don't know. It could go way lighter, but it also could take that extra dark turn. Well, it could, it could go suspicious partner. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. Which listen, I'm gonna be real. I'd be cool. Yeah. Either way. Like it's it's all just a red herring and it just it swips flips to, to rom com. I'm like, fun, 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 fun. I you yeah. got us. If it goes the other way and suddenly there's a serial killer, I'd be like, damn, did not see this coming. Very misleading marketing. You got us again. So, <laughs> so I actually wanted to mention the marketing. So I will say this time around. I give a little sympathy towards the marketing department because how would you market this? Yeah, right. You cannot market it super dark because, and because I don't want to mischaracterize it, it's only so dark. I'm just saying, yeah, the tone is darker 
throughout than I was expecting. I expected it to be very, mm-hmm. I expected her private life, love, mm-hmm. fluff, at least. We're not getting that. No. Which is, no. which is cool. It's a very modern tone. But it, so like you, but you, you couldn't, you couldn't market it super dark because you don't want to overplay that more than yeah. likely. It, it kind of at times gives me, um, it's okay to not be okay. Like that kind of a, a vibe where it's got that kind of dark thing mm-hmm. going on, but it's not even that dark. Like it's like, to me, it's okay to not be okay was darker than this is. Like, oh, well, very so, much so. You know? so because this is my first life, like the the fact that the director has done that one, you definitely mm-hmm. see that tone. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. realism, the realism aspects of some of it, um, and that's yeah. why it'll be interesting. By the end of this show, by the end of the series, we might be saying it's not a rom com. I mean, we yeah. really might be saying that, despite the, like, setup of love and contract. Like, of yeah. course it's a rom-com, right? But if if they are able to just slightly make it rom-com and just not lean on the com as much, it'll be really mm. fascinating where they go with it. I, I, listen, I, I, just, yeah. I just don't want to be got, like, with the my shy boss. The marketing for that really played us, didn't it? And, <laughs> but surely they surely they learned their lesson with to not bait and switch too bad? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like it's been it's been a couple years it's been a couple years since that yeah, yeah i wasn't around for that so, so it's ooh. well and that one they didn't i don't think the marketing wasn't the marketing suggested like that there was a mystery and that it involved mm-hmm. the boss somehow like the marketing wasn't straight up rom-com either i think it was just the fact that it was darker than people wanted it to be and then they got mad and it and because it, they did that weird thing with the like the filters, I thought it was great because I totally got what they were doing. It was like, this is how the world sees him. This is how he sees the world, right? Like, okay, cool. But I think it just mm-hmm. threw people and they were like, this is not what we tuned in for. Okay, well, watch it anyway. <laughs> yeah, watch, watch something else then. I, mean, I don't know. What do you want from me? Also, you know? like, because this is my first life, if you go into because this is my first life going rom-com, it's not. Yeah. Like, it is no, not. not. It is. Nope. There's a lot of sadness. It is a slice of life, my friends. Yeah. A slice of life. Even when you look at, like, Weightlifting Fairy, it's much more rom-com, like, mm-hmm. but it's not rom-com either. Like, there is a lot going on there that's not just about the romance you know and and there, there's the the pain the pain of like young love and fake young adulthood and and missing coming of age and yeah you know like the whole single parenting and then and i mean it is very much a sports drama and the mm-hmm. the almost like a career office drama in a sense except for it's in college and yeah office is sports but like you know yeah it was it was not fluffy rom-com either there was a lot going on there so and so far we've seen that the director knows how to balance those things pretty well and and do a good job natalia did you watch kill it 
No, I haven't yet. So, so it's been on my list for a while, but like, listen, I keep, I'm a distractible person. Yeah. So like, I hear the you. longer something remains on my list, uh, the more well, likely something new and shiny has, you yeah. know. Right. As happens with all of us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I watched a little bit of it. Kill It that's- Kill it has all the elements that I would enjoy in a drama. So, you know, I should maybe. Listen, and it, maybe it's I'll move people either love or hate like there are some people who loved it all the way through they were like okay this is not what I thought it was going to be but I still really enjoyed it Mm -hmm. and there are other people who were like this no this is just no right so but again with that that sense of like coming into it and going oh this is not what I thought it was going to be this is not doing it's not following every step and every trope the way that I expected it to, which is in this instance, I'm finding refreshing. Like I I do find it good. Well, it's really neat how they're deciding, you know, they're playing with expectations a little bit. Mm -hmm. Definitely Mm -hmm. with the possible forensics guy. <laughs> like they're definitely playing oh, with no. that. This, this, this fella. Well, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna find but, out together. You but know, it's, it's nice so far that there hasn't been. There's not much else set up that they're really gonna have to like totally turn if they do mm-hmm. anything. Like mm-hmm. Parkman Young's character. There's there's mysteries to her, but like yeah, you see what she is right now. Like same thing with the actor. I'm sure there's way more to him, but. Mm-hmm. He's also, as you see, <laughs> like yeah, he's yeah. also silly. So it'll be fun. Yeah, it'll yeah. be a little ride. For I'm sure. excited to see where it goes. I'm yeah. definitely in for. I was I was a little nervous because I saw, I did see some people talking about it on the timeline before I started and talking about the dark element and not knowing what that was going to be going mm-hmm. in. I was like, am I gonna, you know? But I really enjoyed it. I. <laughs> I just, it worked for me. So I'm looking forward to more. So thank you for coming to this episode of the Certified Nunas, our live recording here on YouTube. Uh, We hope you had a fantastic time listening. And if you want to listen to more episodes, wherever podcasts can be found, as well as on YouTube, all of our almost four years worth of episodes. But you can also go to our website, CertifiedNunas.com, if you want links and time codes to everything we talk about. If you want to support this podcast, you can go to Patreon.com slash Certified Nunas to become part of the Certified Found family, our supporters on the web who basically keep the lights running on this podcast and we think that they're absolutely fantastic if you want to find us on social media we're on pretty much all the social medias but primarily on instagram and twitter and it's always at certified newness anyway we hope you have a fantastic week you know you keep washing your hands wearing a mask doing all that stuff and of course keep enjoying asian entertainment goodbye